All right, pre-show shenanigans. Uh, it's it's been the debate that's been surrounding all of TikTok, all of the internet. Uh, we just saw uh, Dodgers sideline reporter ask the Dodgers about it. Uh, no Dodgers responded that they did think of it, but Everett, how often do you think of the Roman Empire? I mean, every second of every day. If I'm being, I'm not being honest. Um, no, not that often. Uh, now you're embarrassed for how much you think of it. I know you. I got a lot of Roman Empire posters up in my room, as you can see. You just can't for everybody see it right now. He's yeah, for, I mean, it's it's it's, it's behind. It's just behind the walls. Okay, it's behind the paint. Well, I just mean, my entire fact, walls. Your, your screensaver is Julius Caesar. Just fun fact. Fun fact, guys. Yeah, um, it, it, with a Vikings jersey on. Yeah, yeah. I actually photoshopped it myself. Was the first Vikings fan. He he had inspiration. You know what? That probably explains North. explains a lot about the Vikings fan base. <laughs> yeah, just uh, uh, just people turning on you, backstabbing, and pain. Oh man! Yeah, he was also wearing um, a Chargers hat when that happened. On yeah, on but speaking 15, of the Roman Empire, I mean, hey, look, look at the I mean Trojans, right? Yeah. So, well, yes, I, I was going to say you love though, it so much. You go to a school just specifically because their mascots related to it. Now, like naturally, I see it all the time uh, with USC. Also, like whenever Ohio State plays Michigan State, that used to be a bigger game like that week. I'll, you know, look into some Spartan culture for a, li- a little bit, not, not a lot, but I'll just be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Spartans, it's kind of interesting that Michigan State is named after the Romans. Quite the connection. Yeah, there, interesting. Right. right. Uh, but but regardless, regardless, I would say I literally, now that I'm at USC, see it a little more often. Uh, but if I'm going to be completely honest, I'm not actually considering the Roman Empire when I see that. I, th- I think no. USC. I, th- I think of Reggie Bush, to be honest, whenever I see that. If you want me to be, and Mark Sanchez, the GOAT. Like those are the guys I think of, and Matt Barkley, Marquis Lee. Those are my dogs. Dogs. Uh, regardless, I don't. If we're talking the pure Roman Empire itself, pre-COVID for me, I think the last time I actually thought about them was AP World History. Song yeah, no, history. dead serious. AP European History, right there. I, and like I was, I was thinking about it a little more. Uh, why? Like there was one TikTok going around, some girls texting uh every guy she knows and the responses it seemed it seemed like she texted him like say this because they were like you know probably a little less or a little less than the average guy only like five times a day it's like what no you don't dude i i I mean if if we're being we're we're being perfectly honest it's seven times a day but um we don't really think about it at Oh, it's a joke. It's a joke. I I do think, though, that there might be a couple of people out there who do genuinely think about it like four times a day. And now they feel like validated. Like, oh, yeah, they think that they they are this. (laughs) Like, I wasn't weird. I knew I knew this was normal. I know. (laughs) I knew it's normal to spend my lunch break every single day just researching just the, dialed in movie like, face first into the giant books that they have with all the pictures of the of the ancient roman uh like artifacts and stuff the picture books yeah. that they had in the school library yeah just yeah. face first into that yeah uh on a seer yeah i just i no no i don't i don't think about the romans to be honest i i used to have a, a sixth grade latin teacher re- one of the more animated latin teachers or just teachers in general i've had and she loved to talk about the Romans, and so like that's kind of where I think of it from. Yeah, no. If you asked, uh, if you asked Romans a uh, some, history, you know, some savage stuff. Savage. Oh yeah, going on over there. Uh, only got. Yeah, unfortunately, that, class, uh, that did not translate to the modern day as Michigan State is um not not good, uh, not a good I, program. If I remember correctly, I believe Roma FC, based in Rome, won seven nil over the weekend. So maybe they were yeah. inspired you know by, by oh, okay. history uh but yeah the uh, the americanized version of it i i guess just not good nah, not good I, if i'm ever gonna think of um like i mean look civilizations i strictly vikings strictly i mean look 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 hey strictly. i guess one part one part did translate well because you know the trojans usc usc trojans uh like the real trojans don't really have defense Great offense, true, no defense. True, true, true. true. No, I mean, look the at more that connection. Change the more they stay the same. Right? right? Who would have thought? Yeah, I mean, 
in a way you could say Tulane uh if I have this correct it was the wooden horse uh, was that by the Romans or against the Romans the the wooden horse thing the Trojan horse so oh Romans made that shit correct oh my the tro- god they the Trojans wait wait just real quick real the quick. Trojan horse yeah I'll be honest I don't know what the Trojans are you are a Trojan I a USC Trojan but what the a Trojan nonetheless what was the OG Trojans like warrior they're like a, it's like a civilization which which uh which all right now we're proving it. everybody's point we're talking about the roman empire all right well you know but this goes to show i don't think about it at all i don't know what the fuck a trojan is and i go to a yeah but now we're gonna trojan. start talking about it for like hours yeah, and, we're, and, done and here. Okay. <laughs> yeah we're done here all right what is going on everybody welcome back to one of the uh most tragic episodes of the waterboy podcast you'll ever listen to in your life but you know uh, we, we still have some high spirits so still still a, still a nice monday we get to see uh reese real davis quick. calling a game it really weird really weird. real quick if you guys haven't subscribed yet oh, or yeah. followed us make sure to subscribe or follow most of yeah, our make sure, drop viewers a drop us are not subscribed to us if you want if you're watching our content if you like our content make sure to support us so we can keep doing Actually, this kind of 97.2% stuff. 97.2% of viewers. Uh, I'm literally, oh, oh, sorry, sorry. 96.4% of viewers over so the some last Some of you just subscribe. That's what subscribed. I like to hear, all right? Some so, of you guys just subscribe. Yeah, yeah, hey, some of you guys are smashing that sub button, but right? got to get on that more. Okay. Yeah, but, but we're, we're also going from the most, <laughs> you're paused. We're going from the most abysmal. I haven't even said what episode number it is yet. So a bit of a we're going drawn from, out intro, but yes. We're going from uh, the most down bad episode that we we, we can have to uh, probably one of the best episodes we're going to ever have next, next on Thursday, uh, the next episode with the inaugural Waterboy Civil War NFL, NFL edition. NFL edition, the inaugural. Which uh, not uh, the first Waterboy Civil the, War, the, but the, game, the first the, NFL Waterboy. NFL, the game itself might tear the fabric of reality apart with the amount of just self-inflicted wounds it's going to happen. Yes, but in a, in a different way that you think. We will both be rooting for one team this Sunday, so, <laughs> so we'll get to we'll, it we'll get on Thursday. We'll Tune back in that. on Thursday. A little sneak peek. But sorry, everybody, Everett had to ramble on. It is episode one hundred fifty-three. Week two of the NFL is wrapped. Week three college football has wrapped great weekend of college football it was um as one very young rico bosco uh likes to say you know it was a sleeper week people people were were asleep but no many upsets uh but this is the worst week of uh nfl coverage in this podcast history this is tragic this is gonna be awful uh the playoffs it was a bad it was a bad monday after the playoffs but this actually might be worse you know because at least we made the playoffs last year you know, you know, at least we can hang that banner. Uh, but let's start with college football. Let's bring the mood up a little bit. Let's start with college football. Uh, so yeah, real quick upset of the week. Uh, f- upset Florida over number 11, Tennessee. Now, uh, ever, what if I told you that going into that game against Florida, Tennessee had completed two passes of 20 plus air yards going into it. I kind of be surprised. Would be surprised. Now, I believe uh, Tennessee was averaging around 49. Uh, well, actually, I take game. that back. It's Graham Mertz. So. Well, for Florida, but for Tennessee, it's Joe yeah. Milton. Oh, 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 yes, yes. So Joe, Joe Milton, I was joking preseason, like, all right, this is going to be the next Anthony Richardson. He's all measurables, everything like that. Uh, the thing is, though, AR-15, while playing for Florida, won his marquee matchup against Utah week one, and Joe Milton did not with everybody watching. So, yeah, the Joe Milton stock is now down the toilet, dead, gonzo. Uh, yeah, Tennessee, it was really fun last year. Breaking news. Please be Jonathan Taylor. Please be Jonathan Taylor. Well, that um, can't even happen yet, so never mind. Um, no. And uh, it's this is this is unfortunate news. Right, Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb is um being carted off the field. They are not showing the replay. It's that bad, apparently. Oh my! <laughs> well, my God, Nick. Okay, God damn it, Everett. 
Nick Chubb, I, I truly believe that Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb were the two running backs that could end up being in the Hall of Fame from this era. And this Nick Chubb injury, I do. This is the first time I think he's, he's been injured. ever been hurt. At, in, uh, in the NFL, I, I believe he missed a year at Georgia. Uh, but God. Wow. I mean, that that is... Okay, back back to your college football really, segment. We'll, we'll get back. We'll get back. We'll get back to this. I can't even think about college football anymore after seeing that. <sighs> I don't want to talk about fucking Graham Mertz now. No, we're done with that game. Okay. Uh, Ohio State, Ohio State, some positive, some positive. Uh, Western Kentucky, 10 points. Ohio State, 63 points. Okay, much better uh, than the week before with Youngstown State only scoring 35. And the week before, Indiana, who's... One of the worst teams in the Big Ten, not worse than Northwestern, but one of the worst teams in the Big Ten. We did not look like Ohio State against them either. But, uh, yeah, in uh, this way, it was the first time all year we looked like Ohio State. God damn it, the Nick Chubb. Jesus, I can't. I literally can't even think right now. Okay. Uh, I've got I've got the video. Uh, I don't want to see. I'm good. Uh, Kyle McCord looked much, much better. Okay, that was something that I was kind of begging for, asking for. And Everett, maybe you can speak about this a little bit, but it was the first game where Kyle McCord was officially announced as the full-time starter. It seemed like he was going out there playing with no regrets, wasn't wasn't playing to keep his job. He was, uh, I think announcers were saying it, playing more so to prove that the coaches made the right decision, which different mindset different mentality and also ironically Devin Brown after being named the backup he played his best game all season hit a great throw down the side I uh, I just I also want to say at least you're not in the predicament that Nick Saban currently is so actually, could be worse we do, to, we do need to slightly bring up uh, Alabama real quick as a, as a slight segue I wanted to bring this up so they will not come out and say it but apparently last week the reason why Tyler Buckner former Notre Dame quarterback that we previewed last season. No, no, Buckner. Buchner. It's it's, it's Buckner. Buchner. Oh, no, it is not. No, it is not. I I know I'm correct on that one. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm really wrong, but I just remember preseason, there was an Alabama, um, not Alabama, a college football analyst who referred to him as Tyler Buchner. I know that one's wrong. <laughs> I know that one's wrong. That that one, yeah, that one is. I know uh, not that correct. one's incorrect. That one is not correct. But anyway, uh, we'll just refer to him as TB12 minus the TB12 method. Uh, he doesn't want to number twelve. I just saw the TB. Uh, yeah, wasn't his greatest performance. They brought on Ty Simpson. He looked much better. But apparently, Jalen Milrow was silently uh, suspended this past week. And uh, my brother's conspiracy theory is that Nick Saban wanted to send a message to his coaching staff, uh, Tommy Reese, new offense coordinator, his quarterback last year was TB. And I think Tommy Reese wanted to promote TB as that starter. And so in, in a way, I think maybe Saban was sending a message to Tommy Reese that if we have your guy quarterback, we can barely even get by you USF. So no, uh, Milrose, <laughs> the guy Milrose going to be starting the rest of the, he was suspended for a week. Uh, but that last week, Alabama, they did it. It was not their quarterback playing, all right? So just keep that in mind. I still moved, dropped them out of my top 10 rankings. You'll see, though. But that was not the Alabama we'll see. Uh, however, back to Ohio State, McCord looked much better. Uh, my one my one slight concern, though, which we need to fix, we need to fix this going into Notre Dame. Uh, he was two for five on third down. Okay, we had to go to fourth down on the first drive, convert that. Uh, we can't be 40% on third down against Notre Dame. We cannot be 40% on third down. We got we to gotta start converting our third downs to go into South Bend and win. Uh, but one thing that does look positive, Trevion Henderson, he looks completely healthy, something where last year he was not. Uh, it was a concern. Uh, it wasn't, it, ooh, a little nip slip right there. Okay, a little freeze frame for you guys. But uh, Trevion looks completely healthy, and we need to get that run game going. Uh, Kyle McCord, unless we want to make him play hero ball, okay, we need to be able to run the ball, okay, for his sake, all right? We need to run the ball, guys, okay? Josh Simmons, to be determined. Uh, he, he was, um, 
he was that that final seal block for a stretch touchdown run, but it wasn't him uh, who, who made that touchdown happen. It was Trevion who just outpleted Western Kentucky. Uh, so well, we won't be able to do that against Notre Dame. Uh, I didn't want to say that Trevion Henderson on third down, he was two for two with seven yards, a touchdown, uh, and a 27-yard uh, pass uh, catch. So Trevion looking good on third down. Uh, last thing I want to say, the Ohio State defense, which – I haven't really been able to talk much about the past two weeks. The offense has been so bad and Ohio state fans, we're all offense. Okay. We're all offense right now, uh, especially when it's not playing up to par. So one thing I want to shout about Ohio state ever three for 15 on third down, only 20% success rate on third down. I know it's Western Kentucky, but last year that number would be up to 50%. Uh, well, that's turnovers, a positive. Four turnovers and two touchdowns on defense. Jim Knowles' defense outscored Western Kentucky. So we're going to need to keep this production up, though, but it's nice to see it actually happening. We weren't getting this production. I also believe it was the first time an Ohio State cornerback had an interception since 2021. Think about what I just said. The first time an Ohio State cornerback has had an interception in about two years, which is just unacceptable. Unacceptable. Uh, so yeah, uh, last thing I got though, Heisman rankings. Uh, Everett, we're we're gonna we're gonna start dropping dropping these now. We start posting my Heisman rankings. Get some discourse running. Uh, we were gonna bring up Colorado, uh, but uh, yeah, real quick. Uh, Deion Sanders doing well has brought in a wave of just people who don't really watch college football into watching. I posted my rankings the other day. I've I also so many where's the Colorado respect comments. Like, I have never seen did. so many celebrities at a college event. They had offset hyping up the student section. Are they had offset me? interviewing during me? offsetting penalties. <laughs> that it doesn't get better than that. Yeah, Lil Wayne doing the performance for game day. It's the like, walkout. No, he walked out. Lil Wayne was performing during the walk. He walked the okay, team out even, while performing. More hype, but like they had the like, Rock was there. He yeah, got Rock Kawhi to show up. Kyle Lowry oh, was there. Hell, Chauncey Billups. He got Kawhi. Kawhi, Kawhi oh, was there. The hell? Okay, guys. Chauncey Billups was there. Got Kawhi oh. to come. All right, yeah, that's, that's enough all that, said. Enough said. We don't. That's all that matters. We made our point. Colorado. I, <laughs> I, I want them to keep doing well, though. It's, it's so fun seeing them. But okay. No, I, I, I do as well. And uh, maybe, hey, maybe, uh, I don't know if it's in Colorado or not. Is it the USC game in LA or is it in Colorado? In Boulder. So in two games, weeks. game day, college game day, going back, question mark, to to Boulder. We'll see for that game. Yeah, That's going to be electric. This week, Colorado goes to Oregon. Oregon opens up as a 21 point favorite. Or Vegas is telling you it's not going to be a good game. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe they could prove us wrong again. This is the real test, though. Uh, but okay, highs and rankings. Oh, uh, what? What just, what uh, just happened? I hadn't. No, you. I, I'll explain after you do. You do your college football rankings. I okay. All right. I no idea what just occurred in your head. Uh, but okay. All right, highs and rankings. We're gonna go one to ten. Uh. Because, yeah, I, I want to get one of this big name out early because it'll, it'll rile up people, especially all the casuals now just watching college war for the first time. Okay. Caleb Williams, Michael Penix, Shador Sanders, Jordan Travis, Quinn Ewers, Sam Hartman, Bo Nix, JJ McCarthy, Drew Aller, and Marvin Harrison. So, yeah, eyes uh, and rankings. Caleb still keeps that top spot. Michael Penix. Obviously, Michigan State going through some things, but I mean, he put up 400 plus yards and five touchdowns on the road in East Lansing. That's that's ridiculous from Penix, and I, I'm giving Shador love too. After that, though, I think there's a bit of a drop off after three. All the all those spots afterwards, we gotta see the season play out. But all right, Everett, uh, what just um, startled you? Um, something. So I, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get the specifics on this. Um. So if you want to see this, you're gonna have to go find it yourself. And by the Is time this is coming, out, yeah. Okay. Um. I don't want to. By the time this comes out tomorrow morning on Tuesday the 19th, I'm sure everything will come out. Uh. But this is my on site. Um. He he like snaps his leg in half. So, um, he's gonna be done for this the season oh. um 
so that's it with that. Uh, that's the only, that's the only thing that I'm going to say. I don't want to talk about it more. Um, and hopefully he's okay, but it does not look great right now, uh, for a live reaction. And, um, yeah. Okay. Next bit. We got, we got a couple of things to recap. Um, gonna just move on from that. All right. We're going in order of how the games were played. So everybody. I'll go first. Fun times, fun times for me. Look, I, I've got, I've got some issues. And as of today, we signed Dalton Risner. Uh, I'm very happy about that. All right. That, that was something that was desperately needed. Now the issue is Garrett Bradbury, who's our center, who's our starting center. I'm assuming based on the way last year worked out when he had the same injury, for whatever reason, we resigned him. I don't know. Um, but when he had the same injury, he was out for like five weeks and he never was really able to play healthily again yeah. because he re-exasperated that injury. My assumption is he's going to be out for multiple weeks. And I was, I was on Twitter. I was interacting with one of the, the Vikings beat writer guys. And he basically was saying that, you know, Austin Schlotman, who is the backup center who's playing versus the Eagles got demoed in pass pro and like singular pass pro but when they double teamed him with the left guard they did pretty well my issue is i don't know how sustainable that is for a long period of time if you're doing it in, every game in pass when he they double teamed with him yes or, in passing okay. he wasn't good at run blocking and sing one-on-one -on -one pass protection but if he double teamed they were fine i the issue is i don't know how long you can sustain doing double teams before somewhere else on the line becomes compromised or they figure out well, a way to work around it. it down to where the DTAC knows. And the, set yeah. And the other thing is, like I double. just said, I don't know how long Garrett Bradbury is going to be out. And Austin Slotman, everybody was raving on Twitter during the games. Like, look at Jalen Carter. Look at how good Jalen Carter is. I need to stipulate for everybody. He was going against the backup center who is true, not true, true. great. All right. He was getting his ass handed to him. He was getting manhandled. So, just take that with a grain of salt. I personally, if it's me, I don't think Garrett Bradbury is playing anytime soon. Throw him on IR, sign a new center, sign Ben Jones or one of these kind of bigger name guys. I know the chemistry is not necessarily going to be 100%, but I'd rather have bad chemistry and better players than good no, chemistry and so terrible. bad that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm, I'm with you on that. The other so thing, bad. the other thing, um, just, just, you know, me liking to take digs at the Bears. Um, after only 52 games played and at the age of 24, Justin oh, we're Jefferson is going to Justin Fields shots. Justin Jefferson Are we skipping past my game. No, I'm, this is a part of my game recap. Oh, oh, let oh. me fucking say what I'm going to oh, say. We're, we're bringing up bears. Already. Okay. Okay. At the age of 24 and only 52 games played, Justin Jefferson officially has more career receiving yards than every bears wide receiver ever justin wait justin jefferson. jefferson okay 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 you gotta wait for me to say the full name yeah i i just hear too many Justins. jump the gun too many jump the Justins gun in this game. um justin herbert justin <laughs> fields justin jefferson like there's too many yeah too um many. but it, it, here's here's also the thing and I, i'm gonna the vikings did not play well all right they played, Kirk Cousins played well, Justin Jefferson played well, Jordan Addison played well, a couple of the guys on defense played pretty well. And overall, I will say the defense played very well for a majority of the game until they started to learn. They called up Arthur Smith at halftime to ask how they run the fucking Falcons offense. Um, but D-line's not, D-line, not fantastic. O-line, not good at all. And the biggest issue, the biggest reason why the Vikings, like, the Vikings were able to prevent the Eagles offense for at least the entirety of the first half. And every time they went to go and score, having a fumble, so four fumbles, we have had seven turnovers in eight quarters of play. Effectively, like 0.8 turnovers per quarter. Like that I is also believe terrible. Three, like three of your fumbles happened on like the first or second play of the drive. We had so one where it was like the second, we, we had got one where, it was the punt return. We returned it like 30 yards up. Then we fumbled. We had Justin Jefferson's through the back of the end zone fumble. We had Alexander Madison. That was like the second play of the drive after we had forced a fumble from the Eagles, got the ball back, fumbled it back to them, the second play of the drive. And then we also had one where we were marching down the field. I think we were just outside the red zone or like the 23, and then we fumbled it. Like Kirk Cousins got a hit and he fumbled it. Um, yeah. 
So the fumbles are a big issue, but outside of that, outside of the turnover difference and some minor issues in the trenches, the Vikings have looked very capable of going. I don't, I don't want to say the Super Bowl, but uh, they they have been. Slow they look like they, that one, but... they look like they're capable playoffs. of making the playoffs and potentially having a nice little run. All right. So if the trenches are figured out and the turnover problems stop, where if it doesn't stop, there has to be a serious look into what the hell is going on at practice. If it was me this week, I don't care if you have three days off. I don't care if you're in the building every day. If you are not actively doing something, you have a football in your hand, in your arm, and you are holding it all day long. So like the throwback high school, the yes. football coach goes yes. up to random kids like, hey, go find my running back and punch the ball out. Like, Yes, 100%. Alexander Madison find that if you try to rip it out yeah, Kirk cousins honest, the holding thing, in like quarterback you know, that's like damn i hey this is the, the worst there thing like, that shit uh, like dude what? i'm like to be honest this is this is the most egregious i have ever seen a turnover issue on the vikings my entire time it's that like i've been every, a fan every Just, it is every cover the it's, ball you know it's also every single <laughs> time every single time the vikings are on offense I'm sitting there holding my breath because I think that we're going to fucking fumble the ball. Anytime I'm just, I'm literally yeah, sitting there. That's not a great way to be a fan. No, it's it not is not at all. But yeah, I do appreciate and I do like the fact that outside of the turnovers, it is a one score game where the Eagles had double the possession time. We're running the ball every single time. Terrible look for the trenches though. Um, and it was it was still a one score game with the four turnovers, with the double possession time, with being down by like no, I mean two if three Justin scores Jefferson with five minutes happen, left. You have a lead going into the second half. If any of those issues <laughs> didn't happen, the potential is that we do have a lead because maybe the Eagles scored on one of the drives that we fumbled. Maybe not. Like there's so many different things. Like in the end, the reason the Vikings lost was not because the Eagles outplayed them. It was because they outplayed themselves. Yeah, no, it's just there's so many turnovers. It's just like, I mean, what the hell? Uh, and um, it's the worst thing that I've ever seen. And hopefully we figure it out it, come it, it this is, week. That is, yeah, that is that is painful. But yeah, no, this week, it actually, it's probably better to slightly preview the game before getting into my Chargers preview because it, it'll make more sense. Um, But yeah, this week, the 0-2 Vikings will be taking on the 0-2 Chargers. And now this is the thing. Like, for you, it, it isn't a coaching problem. You know, like, it is it is a personnel problem for you. And so it's like, fuck. Like, the holes on your team are way different than the holes on my team. On my team, it's like, do now, do I think we have a Super Bowl contending roster? I mean, oh. yeah. Uh, oh, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never okay, mind. All right. Come on. Come on. We we got we got to chill. We got to chill. We got to chill, uh, doctor. But uh, like I just want to say, like right now for the Chargers, we are we're zero two, and would I say we're a Super Bowl contending roster? Kinda. I mean, like I guess yes. I still think there's just so many problems on the D line. Uh, that it's just like no 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 no, no, no. do you think you're a super bowl roster no no you don't because you just told me earlier today earlier the other day that for the chargers to be able to win the super bowl they can't do it with the players they currently have on roster well well this is what i'm about to get at i i've just staley right now has put my brain in a blender uh so we'll, we'll we'll start with it uh, I found some astonishing uh, and heartbreaking stats uh, about the Chargers. Uh, a couple of them I I had written down, but I, I don't want to bring them up exactly. But this is the main stat that hurts the most. Uh, in his first three years as an NFL quarterback, Justin Herbert has quarterbacked a team that has averaged the most points per game for a NFL quarterback's first three seasons uh, in the sports history. Okay, so... He's averaged more points per game uh, in his first three seasons than Brady, Marino, Manning, Mahomes, any of them. Like, he has averaged more points per game. Uh, so, I mean, it's not a perfect stat to show Justin Herbert how he is, but it's just when you have, 
when you have that, it's not the offense is the problem. It's the defense's fault. But this is the this is the interesting thing, Everett. We hired Brandon Staley as a defensive guru. We hired him to be our guy. It, it was a, a strange decision. Many people assumed young quarterback Herbert, you're going to go offensive-minded, want to want to work with uh, Herbie, but they went defensive. And the reason why they went defensive, there could be a couple reasons. One, Spanos family's cheap. Uh, it came down to Brian Dable, who's, I mean, for debate right now. We're seeing how the Giants have, have started. But it was up to Dable and Staley, and the Spanos family picked Staley, mainly because he was cheaper, but also because, hey, he was the Rams' DC at the time. The Rams were up and coming at the time. They didn't know, but about to win a Super Bowl. Maybe they want to slow down that excitement of the Rams to help the Chargers brand grow a little bit. But regardless, it's been two and a half seasons now. Uh, I thought after the first season, that might be it. After the way that first season ended, uh, with, with if we tied, we'd win. And we were like, no, we play, we play to win for pride. Uh, and that year didn't go our way. Then last year, 27-0 with Jacksonville, enough said. And then now this season, 2-0 start. Yeah, Staley, Staley has to go. The only issue with the Spanos family is they do do not like making mid-season changes. They they don't like to do it mid-season. Uh, if the Chargers start 0-4, that's the best case for the Spanos family. Be like, we, ha- we got to do it. We have bye week, week five. If we start 0-4, that is our one way out. That's our one way out of Staley. However. I mean, the even then, with the Chargers, they probably wouldn't probably fire him. Probably won't anyway. Realistically, I don't expect him to be fired this year, literally unless we're 0-6. 0-5, he has one more chance, unfortunately. But like 0-6. Like, it's got to be 0-6. So, Staley's probably going to stay on what if they tied that last game? Oh, five and one. Well, then he's definitely safe. Are you kidding me? Oh. <laughs> you kidding me? Yeah. He might make us the only team in NFL history to be oh, five and one at one point. Let me ask you right now Would you rather have Jonathan Gannon be your head coach or Brandon Staley? Yes. Staley, but neither is a great option. Ah, yeah. You can ride the bus in the with wheel. one of the new, guys. New, random new option. Show. Random option. I'll take anyone random. <laughs> oh, you lost. It's Adam Gaze. Uh, I was going to say worse. Like, you lost. It's like, I don't know, like James D. Ross. It's uh, it's like Skip Bayless. Uh, like Stephen <laughs> A. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you got Max Kellerman. Uh, the Chargers, uh, if we're going to talk about the, the game, uh, you help me. Help me here, Everett. Because I don't, I don't yeah. really know what to make of this. So Justin Herbert, Chargers had lead for most of that second half. Uh, Herbert had four drives at the end of the game where he could have iced the game, put it away, and he did not. Now, we had some, some Joe Lombardi-esque play calling uh, on those late drives, which hurt me because I thought, I, thought, I thought we shed the skin of conservative second halves with amazing first half leads, but clearly not. Uh, Whatever. He had four chances put to put the game away, no touchdowns. Am I crazy? I'm not blaming everything on Herbert, but like for our superstar man, like, doesn't he kind of need to, you know, get a touchdown there? Four drives? I mean, yes and no. I I mean, you would expect it. Let's put it that way. Would you? You yeah. would expect yeah. them when to score. There, I expect him to be Superman. I, I do think, and I said this before. I, I think that yeah, a little bit comes on Herbert's ability I'm not to make blaming the reads. Off. No, no, and it, I mean it comes down a little bit with Herbert's ability to make the reads, um, but it's also the uh, wide receivers being able to get the separation, the blocks being able to give them enough time to be able to make. You know, yeah, be like, Clint okay, Johnson wasn't the guy to draft for that reasoning. You know, separation getting open wasn't quite the guy for that. Yeah. But. So, I mean, if, if you have a wide receiver who, who takes a long time to get separated and you have an offensive line that doesn't hold up for a long period of time, Justin Herbert kind of has to go, okay, that dude's not open. Can't go to him. Go to the next guy. And if it continues on that line, he either has to scramble out 
trying to make some play for himself, dump it off, or it, he's going to get sacked, thrown incomplete. So, and to me, that's kind of what seems to be the reoccurring thing, the reoccurring theme of the Chargers offense when it comes to those is, is the pass protection starts to break down. The receivers don't get the separation that they should be. Your running backs, I mean, in this game, Austin Eckler wasn't there. So, you know, Josh Kelly was kind of a non-factor Speaking in most of, of the game. We'll get into that in a second. But yeah. And and I think not having Eckler kind of made a difference in this because Herbert is, is used to that. But you don't have wide receivers that are are speedy. You don't have those kind of wide receivers that are are, are – ran a big, jet sweep with Mike Williams. I was like, are, what the are fuck? big separators. Like, like, you know, with the Vikings, we'll use them as a comparison. Jordan Addison can get separation. Justin Jefferson – Get separation. Jordan Edson also has speed. Jalen Naylor has speed. KJ Osborne is kind of like Keenan Allen, which is the issue. Not in a skill set way, but like <laughs> like a more slower paced wide receiver. Okay. All right. The the Chargers don't have the ability to make immediate separation. We were talking yeah, about the Dolphins the other week. We don't have a fast guy. We, we were talking about the Dolphins the other week where the O-line speed. doesn't have to stay up because you just already know that Tyree kills 30 yards down the field without anybody on it. And the Chargers oh, no, don't it have that. It was like literally, literally they knew that Tyree kill could just snap the ball and just start running to the left and they wouldn't be able to keep up with them. Like so funny. Uh, yeah. You know, with the Chargers, many, many problems go around. Uh, I was a little in terms of the Chargers run game. Uh, I think I was a little, you know, way too over optimistic after going up against the Dolphins. Dolphins don't have the greatest run defense. That that wasn't the greatest example to to evaluate the Chargers' run game. Uh, but God, what? Oh, Pickens! Pickens just scored a long one. Pickens, Pickens just scored a long one. Uh, but yeah, Chargers. The offense. It's like we, you know, we couldn't run the ball. Herbert. We went back to our stick offense. Run to the run to the spot. Uh, and just turn around, and I was like, God damn it, this is not going to work. Yeah, so pretty much, uh, last thing I just need to say overall, um, Everett, if the Vikings lose to this shithole team this weekend, I'm going to be beyond, beyond. Well, let's put it this way. If the Vikings lose, like, if the Vikings lose, and they have Jefferson will go for 300 yards. If the Vikings lose... And they haven't fumbled at least three times. Okay, caveat. Then yes. it's acceptable. True, 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 true. Then true, it's true, acceptable. True. You're correct. My bad. My if bad. the Vikings fumble at least three times, I swear to God, Alexander Madison, if you fumble three times and give us a win, and Staley is my coach for another two years, I'll remember this. I'll remember uh, September twenty third, fourth. I'll remember. I'll remember. The day that Brandon Staley's career was saved. Reckoning. Um, yeah, but speaking of Justin Jefferson, I know we, moment. are there any other big game? Well, yeah, are there any other big games that we wanted to go over right now? Saints and Panthers, Browns and Steelers yeah, are playing, Bengals. so we can't go over them. But Bengals lost again to the Ravens. Uh, I got a couple friends who have, you know, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow. Yeah, I have Jamar Chase Bengals, in the redraft league. In a league, and every single one of them are telling me, that, like, wow, Puka Nakua is better than jamar chase all right slow the roll here uh fun fact of the day everett joe burrow is now one and seven in weeks one and two of his entire nfl career save that for next year remember that actually you're making your one and seven remember that pain remember that so this happens every year, guys this happens every single year the Bengals never start off well so yeah the Tell other thing happen when you the, miss the, training the, camp <laughs> and the, you know what? These two games, we'll, we can kind of meld together here. Colts, Texans, and Bears, Bucks. Uh, there's one theme specifically oh, you wanted yeah. to talk about in this game. What I'm going to say first before you get to that, all right? One, the Bears suck. And it's not just on Justin Fields. The entire team sucks. And for the Bucks being 2-0, and that's some one something that I never thought would, would happen because they play the Vikings week one, which is bad. Um, we were bad that day. Uh, and two, because Baker Mayfield is their quarterback. I was really surprised by that. Did not hear good things about him at full camp. Uh, the other thing, Colts Texans. Before Anthony Richardson went out with a concussion, he looked phenomenal uh, as a fantasy dynasty fantasy owner. Love that. And 
the thing you're going to want to talk about the most here with the Texans, CJ Stroud also has a dynasty fantasy owner. Love that. So real quick, I want to stay on AR 15 real quick. I just want to say bears Chicago take notes. Okay. A- Anthony Richardson literally could not hit the side of a fucking barn at Florida a year ago. How does he already look like a more comfortable? Cause he's not on the bears. I know. So Chicago fix your shit. Move. Get the hell out. Leave. Cause you're the problem. All right. You're, you're the God. You're the problem. You are the issue, Chicago. Okay, Justin, I'd go so far as to say in in unfixable, incurable. He is crippled with the Chicago disease. He can't. He has contracted the irreversible. Yeah, and and hey, you know, he cannot get rid of it. Okay, it's there forever now. That curse has stained him. All right, Justin Fields is a Chicago Bear, unfortunately, but that's the truth. And that's what's happened. So Anthony Richardson already looks like a more comfortable passer than Justin Fields. And it's week two. <laughs> CJ Stroud already looks like a more comfortable passer. And it's week two on that team. On that team, Everett, that that team, he already looks more comfortable. Which, by the way, Nico Collins and Tank Dell have done better, at least in fantasy, than DJ Moore has. Oh, but I, I, I could be wrong. Isn't Nico Collins wide receiver six right now? Is he actually? Let's check. I'll check. I'll check on that. That'd be sick for me. I believe I read that. That'd be that'd be pretty sick for me. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, wide receiver six on the season. So he's wide receiver six on the air. Wow. Tank Dell is wide receiver 26. Now preseason, I was telling everyone like, I love CJ, but it is the Texans. And what did I say about Nico Collins? Holy shit! I mean, wow. Why the Texans, they're a franchise. They're an NFL franchise. The Chicago Bears, XFL. <laughs> XFL. Okay. XFL. You're not an NFL team. They do not operate like an NFL team. No, they do not. They're the Vanderbilt of the SEC. They're the Rutgers of the Big Ten. Okay. They're the Cal of the new ACC. Okay. Like this is not, I'm not, I'm I'm trying to be as mean as possible in football metaphors here. So yeah, Chicago, it pains me. Justin Fields is one of my favorite Buckeyes of all time, one of my favorite football players ever. And, damn, yeah, career done. Over. Over. So, yeah, uh, last final final dagger to the heart. Uh, after two games, C.J. Stroud already has more 300-yard passing games with one than Justin Fields, who has none. So, yeah, um, yeah, we're done here. We're done. Uh, Justin, I'm sorry. I love you. I love you, man. Vikings funeral. Well, not literally, but it's it's done. It's done. Yeah. The only the only hope, and I was about to say send in New York, but the Jets would also screw it up. So no. Uh the only hope. Well, Aaron's Aaron's there still, at least in the mentor capacity. Zach Wilson's just bad enough where it doesn't matter. But Justin Fields, no Jets, no Jets. The only hope is if the Rams are out on Stafford and he goes to the Rams. That is it. And, and also McVay has to stay, which is not a guarantee. So really there are no options. There are no options. He's done. He's officially done. What about the dolphins? If Tua gets hurt, there's just no way they go from Tua to Justin. As a backup, as a backup. I don't, I don't think like I think that actually we're assuming, we're assuming, we're assuming, I mean, the 49ers could all always, Make things right, Kyle. How funny would that be? The Vikings? Do the Vikings just go and sign him? I would love that for him. It's just get out of Chicago. But it's just these other teams. Maybe actually. I mean, look, shit. the NFLPA was telling running backs that they should but fake injuries. Ever do that? I was about no. to make a funny joke. Just cut oh, me oh, off. Oh, well, I want to say that with Eckler too. Let me let well. I was gonna say the NFLPA is telling running backs to just fake injuries to get better contracts. I mean, Justin Fields, I mean, they're probably telling him that too because he's a running back. Yeah, that and also just like, yeah, for your own market value, you cannot put more tape out there on the Bears, like it will tank you. Stop <laughs> playing. Sit. Um, that's how we can get you at least like four million on your next contract. 
Yeah. Oh, he's going to be playing running back by the time that this is over, just but based on how badly the Bears are fucking him up. I did want to say it with Eckler real quick. I don't actually think he did this. But if I was Austin Eckler and I want to prove my value to the team, what better way than sitting out against the Tennessee Titans, having Josh Kelly go out there, underperform, look awful. That sends a message to the Spanos family that you need me. All I'm saying. I don't think he actually did it. I don't think he actually sat out, but I did just think it was really interesting timing. That just want to say, yeah, was probably out for a couple weeks. Oh yeah, the NFL. Just just remember that so many people were just saying how the Chargers should draft Bijan Robinson. Imagine if the Chargers had Bijan Robinson right now. In a magical world where (laughs) Bijan was there, like, well, people didn't think that he was gonna go. Nobody thought that he was gonna go that high until like three days before when they're like the Falcons. Yeah, yeah. Bijan Robinson there would have been, oh my god, beautiful, beautiful. Would have been bored. I'd be shitting my pants this week going into playing you. I'm not. Well, that that is until you see that on offense, literally Justin Jefferson will average 40 yards a catch and have 30 catches. So. Actually, be pretty fun. Pretty yeah, fun. no, I'm I'm excited now. Actually, you should be really excited. Like, um, whoever has Jordan Addison, start. KJ Osborne. Yeah, you taking start. A, you taking a page out of that book? TJ Hawkinson. Oh, start yeah. five touchdowns. In <laughs> I like. Oh my god, start the whole Vikings receiver. Jalen Mayer um, might get in on the action. He might. He yeah. Might. Fun fact: the only receivers that have gotten touches so far are Justin Jefferson. KJ Osborne and Jordan Addison. No other, no other receiver has even been on the field. But to be honest, like I, I've heard though that for a majority of 12 personnel, it's KJ out there, not Jordan. Yeah, that needs to change. That 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 yeah, needs no, to change. Does, but they're breaking him in. They're breaking the snap, the snap rate did go up versus the Eagles. His his percentage went up. When's your um, buy also? Late, right? Like 12, yeah, 11? Yeah, it's late. Um I, I'm not going to pull it up this second, but, it's, but yeah. Um, all right. We're going to do power rankings for this week. We ran into the problem last week uh, where we were waiting oh, on oh, the Jets. Just one quick startling stat. Sorry. Um, this is the first time that Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots have started 0-2 since 2001 when they won the Super Bowl with Tom Brady. Yeah. So now, now Mac, well, here's the thing. They needed to have an unnamed, never seen starter on their roster. They have Bailey wow. Zappi. They cut Macro, but Malik Cunningham is still on the practice squad. I, I believe so. I believe so. so. So there is still some hope. There is hope. Damn. 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 Could have been almost. Um, oh, 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 sorry. Last thing. Victory lap. Packers lost. I'm helping you out here. They lost. Jordan, they Jordan Love had one of the stupidest plays in NFL history. I did he see that. started on a QB sneak. I've never seen a quarterback fall start. He like fell QB forward. Sneak. He fell. I think I think he think he snapped it and was starting his quarterback lean, and you see the guard look over like, "What the fuck, Jordan?" <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking about that, by the way, I, I know that everybody's like, "All right, the Eagles are the only team that can do that QB sneak, and every other team that does it just doesn't do it well." But like that shit, it's just well. The problem is the pushing. You know, bush push. They literally create. A yeah, that I, I get that, but no, my issue is the 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 offensive linemen go for oh, the, the legs blocks. of the players underneath them. So one, it's not safe. But two, it takes away like a very big aspect of the game for me. Like a part of the fun is like knowing that like you know like it's 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 football, right? Like that's just not a football play to me. It's a rugby no, play a to play. me. That's the wedge. It's a rugby play to me. Hey, hey, hey. I don't oh. like it. I don't like it. I've as, never as, liked as it. The, you know, I, I think it's say, cheap. Hey, that's no, no no, it's it's like a little funny at this point. And did you see the personnel that Minnesota had? Like four yeah. three twenty pounders, literally all in the A gap. It was so funny. Yeah. But the thing is they just go off into the left side. That's the thing. You stack the middle, then Jalen Hurst is gonna go off to the left. You stack the left, then he goes up the middle. Like there's well, that's no difficult going off to that. That is, that's what that's he did versus us the entire time. He went off onto the I left will, side. The only way that you can try to possibly defend that, those D tackles, literally that back. Knee also, I'm just going to lobby this out. Boom. We're, we're assuming, assuming that Nick Chubb is done for the year. Unfortunately, uh, Kareem hunt, a name to watch 
Playoff Lenny, a name to playoff watch. Playoff Lenny, Playoff Lenny's and my name. Cam Akers. I'm not. I'm not joking about that though. People, they were they were trying to trade for him. Can you think um, of anyone who's been put in the doghouse harder than Cam Akers as an LA Ram? He gets doghoused every year, start of the season, every single year, doghouse. Um, Marcus Peters, potentially, or keep like, to leave. It is just fact at this point. Like Cam Akers will will have three starts at the end of the year in the yeah. playoffs. That's it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Don't forget everybody how high everybody was on him when he came back from injury for the playoffs like two years ago too. He was a really high ranked recruit. Such yeah, no, I remember. Um, okay, we're going to do the power rankings. Last week we had a little bit of a delay because we were waiting for the Jets-Bills game to finish, which we needed to in order to rank. This is I not that extensive. That and we're going to have some uh, We're gonna have some post-edit magic going on this for the TikTok. So you guys might not know what the actual rankings are. Based on this, you're going to have to go to the TikTok page when it gets, gets uploaded, but you'll have the general gist. Um, for that reason, 1 to 10, 1 to 10. Here we go. Come on, let me uh, get positioned. Get positioned on and all and, and everything, you know. All right. Eagles, 49ers, Cowboys, Dolphins, Chiefs, Ravens, Bills, Jaguars, Browns, Bengals, Commanders, Bucks, Saints. Okay. Yeah. Interesting movements this week. Interesting things have happened all around the place, all around the scope of the National Football League. Uh, if there's one, one thing I wanted to specifically bring up, they aren't in that list, but going against the Niners, I expected a route Sean McVay is a really good football coach and he gets his team ready. And hmm, it makes me think, I don't think this will be his last year. I just can't see McVay hanging up knowing he still has it. And he's still like at the top of his game. I don't know. What do you think? He seems not to really care about that. I'm not, I'm not going to lie though. He, he, he doesn't really seem, I don't think he cares. I think he loves the game and I think he, he enjoys coaching, but I don't think that he's going to care that much about, Hey, I'm still able to do these things. I want to continue to do them. Like Tom Brady would kind of like needed it. Tom Brady needed it until he couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Sean McVay, I don't think needs it. I think that he would be really happy just because his whole thing is whatever. He's a great play caller. He's a great coach. Obviously, he's won the Super Bowl. He's probably the smartest offensive mind in the entire NFL, and he started the whole movement of getting these younger offensive-minded coaches. Yeah. But at the same time, his the part of the game he loves so much is being able to do that analytical stuff, the processing, the play calling, like those things, which the big thing was talking about was how he was going to get a deal with it was either Fox or somebody or Amazon when he was contemplating retirement. Uh, I don't remember that. Um, so... I can see that being the thing. I don't think he cares that much about coach. I think he loves it. I think he 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 enjoys it, but I don't think he needs it. Yeah, I I think McVay's what 36, 35, so Yeah. Pretty young. Got Pretty young. Ahead of him, literally. Like <laughs> Yeah. But okay. Um we still have though. Uh probably are going to be our best segment of the year. Um so <laughs> Okay. Uh, damn it. I really wish the Cardinals won this week. Yeah, I mean, I do too. Josh Dobbs, an honorable mention on this list. So is James Conner. Yeah, yes, Conner. All right. So how how do we want to stipulate? How do you want me? To, how do you want me to to explain this? What do you want me to say? I, uh, you know, in. Do you hear that? Was it a bark? What was that? I I don't. I don't. I don't know. So it it kind of sounds like a a mother and her daughter, but that could also just be annoying college freshmen. Uh, so your apartment's haunted. No, no, it's outside. They're they're. Oh they're, oh they're oh, oh, oh oh. Okay okay <laughs> no, 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 okay. Not... <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, they're outside. I'm just I'm shocked how I can hear them through. Regardless, regardless. They're loud. Uh, so um, you know, as as Jonathan Gant said. He's looking for dogs. He's he wants to know if you rode the bus. A quick show of hands for everyone that did. Uh, so as Jonathan Gant said, 
here are the bus riders of the week dogs of the week so the just, other day, it's, it's a dog we're, we're saying it's, dog yeah here. it's a st- the way this is stimulated is basically we're making the joke if you haven't seen it on jonathan gannon's clip we explained it the other week where he was like all right who's show of hands who who has ridden the bus and right after that, he was like all right i want killers you have the fire in the, your gut right so the bus riders of the week are the best performances the highest highs the dogs, we've got dogs. the dogs in them dogs. Uh, of the week. You deserve to, you ride the bus. You you yep. you You're deserve the, to ride the bus. You You're ride that bus. shit. All right. Uh, extensive list today. Killers. Yeah. 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 The they have the fire the in their gut. Yes. All right. Um, that stew yeah, is so, turning in their stomach. So in the wise words of Jonathan Gannon, here are the bus riders of the week. Puka Nakua, Kirk Cousins, DeAndre Swift, Jonathan Cooper, Mike Evans, CJ Stroud, Bijan Robinson, Patrick Sertain, Sauce Gardner, Raheem Mostert, Brendan Schuler, Christian Gonzalez, Daniil Hunter, and the entire Cowboys defense. Yeah, the Cowboys defense. They currently have the second most points in fantasy football. Uh, I'll say that one more time. The Dallas Cowboys defense and special teams, for, sorry, special teams, uh, have the second most fancy points in the NFL. Uh, they put up numbies. Now, it was a Zach Wilson game uh, this past week, but for week one, the bludgeoning that occurred at MetLife, I mean, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> um, yeah, by the way, they played back-to-back New York teams and just bludgeoned both of them. Oh. People for people people don't realize that. They they literally just took Sent out the New entire York state of New Stone York. Age. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was like assault, for lack of a better term. Assault. Let's shout out Shefty. Okay, that was assault. Uh was not safe for work content. Like there's a there's a hazard sign before you watch those highlights because it's disgusting. It's brutal. Vicious. Uh yeah, the cowboys. Oh man. Where do you have them in the rankings again? Cowboys are three. They actually, so here's the deal. And I'm going to get questions about this when we post it for the power rankings. I've said, you know, I can't drop teams for winning. You know, I, I think we can sometimes. I think it's possible sometimes like the jets won, but they only, they, I think I had them dropping like one spot and that's because Aaron Rodgers got injured. They had yeah, a couple spots, right. And they won, the but they were ahead of the bills, <laughs> the dolphins, right. The dolphins, I had a three, the Cowboys had a four, so they're just switching. Dolphins still looked great, but they barely beat the uh, the Patriots, and the Cowboys have absolutely annihilated two teams that people thought oh, were no, going to be really the good Cowboys this year. Are terrifying. They're terrifying. I didn't think Matt, uh, <laughs> Mike Fat Carthy could do it, uh, but he did. Wow, he's back. To yeah. So, plays. so, uh, yeah. Um, but that's that is that is really all I I mean I have I do actually have one other thing talking about the Patriots, um, and and another thing that we uh we could talk about um relating to the Jets, but one, uh, Bill Bel- the reason why Bill Belichick won't retire is because he wants to pass Don Shula's all time wins mark because Don Shula badmouthed him during the Spygate scandal. Okay, so in so perfect Belichick yeah, he, fashion, uh, just wants to literally just say and give an fu yeah, to uh to a to to another person for you know not liking him. Uh, with no, the other thing for the Patriots, sense. and this was something posted by FanDuel. All right, and I'm going to stipulate it does not have to do with gambling. All right, okay. but um, this was an actual post by them, and this is one of the stupidest things I've seen them do. And I take personal offense to this. They say, and I quote: "The Vikings are 0 two and might need to hit the reset button with the the like gritted teeth emoji." But would they actually consider consider trading Justin Jefferson to the Patriots? Ponder emoji. Patriots receive Justin Jefferson. Vikings receive first round picks for 2024, 2025, and a third rounder in 2024. 
And no world will Justin Jefferson ever be traded for only two first round picks. Wait, but also, no, why would the Patriots want to get Justin? In no world do the Patriots, <laughs> by the way, who are also 0 and 2, and you yeah, want to talk about us making the reset button. Why are the Patriots not in that category right now? Yeah, why would the Patriots be going all in? <laughs> like, what? So th- those are the starting problems. Justin Jefferson is effectively untradeable. If you think that he's worth two first round picks, you're currently planning, playing dynasty mode all right if you're training no, they're not just yeah, no, they're, even they're, even they're, in dynasty fantasy football he's not he's worth more than two first oh, round i thought picks. you were talking dynasty madden right there i was no in that like, he's worth yeah, like I seven I even want to keep those for uh yeah <laughs> um you know i just bewildered what like one why are we talking it's just the general perennial media shit on the vikings that happens every year why are we saying that justin jefferson needs to be traded why are we saying that the vikings need to be doing a full reset and why would a full reset include trading justin jefferson who by the way if you're doing a reset he is the one player you want to make sure that you keep yeah no if, if any and if you do trade justin jefferson why would you one trade him to the patriots and two why would you only receive two first round picks in a third for arguably one of the th- one, like probably the second, maybe third most valuable player in the NFL right now. Yeah, and he's had the greatest start to a career that any wide receiver in the league's history has ever had. Um, I, I, whatever dude who's working the social media platform for FanDuel, he should be having a conversation with the boss right now, and he should be fired at the end of well, the Well, unfortunately, they might be taking a page out of the RJ Young playbook where you just interaction farm. And, like, True. you know the Vikings fans are vote Like, Ohio State fans, I mean, it's been going on for centuries. You either overhype the shit out of an Ohio State guy or you just don't put him on your list at all. True. And True. you spawn in with 200 comments. You spawn in with it when you upload it. Yeah, it's it's a funny system. It's a funny system. TJ Watt has become the Steelers' all-time sack leader. He has passed James Harrison for the most in franchise history. Wow. How old is Teej? 27. Uh, like 28. Damn. Uh, yeah, TJ is pretty good. He's pretty good at these 28. Also, fun fact for the Patriots. The Patriots, when allowing 24 or more points during the Tom Brady era... 56 and 61, a 47.9 or a 0.479 win percentage, 126 higher than the second place team behind them when allowing 24 more points. Since Brady has left, 2 and 22, 0.083 win percentage, which is the second lowest in that same span. So, uh, say what you will about Brady having elite defenses for his career, but when push came to shove and the defense didn't show up and the other team scored on them 24 more points. Oh, we're hyping up Brady right now? Kind of. Oh, oh, I just don't make me pull up. Don't make me pull up the list of playoff games that he No, yes, yes, yes. But but what I am saying right now, right now, right now, you're just I know, but right now when you're just comparing them. Brady, obviously. If D Ford doesn't line up in the neutral zone, he only has six minutes. True. True. If the stupidest play I've ever seen happen, he only has six. One of the stupidest plays I've seen. Runs the football, he only has six. She just got fraud alerted too. If the Atlanta Falcons weren't the Atlanta Falcons, he only has six. (laughs) True, it's, but I do want to say though, if he if he when we're talking goat, the balls, he only has six. Goat, we're talking narrative. What is sports? It's entertainment, and those the four wins bullshit ones I just mentioned are all individually incredible stories that you can literally make movies about. But that happened to one guy, and that was his life, and he did it seven times. I mean, are you kidding me? Seven, seven, like. I was actually telling this with my my roommate. I was like, uh, I don't. I believe behind him, Montana has uh, four or three. Montana has. Regardless, it's four or three. He has seven. <laughs> I mean, what what are we what are we talking about here? I uh, like what the hell, seven. <laughs> like I think. Tom Brady has a 50% chance of appearing in the Super Bowl in his career. 
like higher than Steph Curry's chances of making a three-pointer. I think that was a stat. Tom Brady has a higher chance of making the Super Bowl than Steph Curry does of making a three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but we're probably gonna, that though. Didn't think we were yeah gonna... the last thing I'm going to shout out I don't think that you watched this show uh, it's not related to the NFL but Winning Time uh, HBO oh, yeah. Max show yeah. about the Lakers dynasty uh, has officially been cancelled after two seasons I finished both of them um, what do you think I don't understand it being cancelled I actually really enjoyed watching it now uh, they it... were trying to keep on going like season one was and uh magic's rookie year season two was the next and they've definitely they definitely leaped through some years throughout there and i think they kind of had an idea that it was going to end soon because at the end of the last episode they kind of did a whole rundown of the lakers dynasty after like they closed um but they were teasing like the bad boy pistons obviously michael jordan's coming up would be coming up soon they ended the season or the series on the uh, Celtics only win versus them in, in the finals rather than the seeing the three Peter or anything. So um, I just think it kind of sucks. And I don't understand why you would cancel it when it's a highly popular, highly watched show. Um, sucks Jerry the way West that the, really got the big guys come down. You guys portray me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> sucks that it ended on the Celtics winning too. Uh that's not the ideal situation for a Lakers yeah, documentary. Not quite winning time. But uh <laughs> what I would love to see now is them to do one of those but with Kobe Bryant. And I know they're going to do a Kobe they, they have a Kobe documentary coming out soon kind of the same way that MJ's was it sounds like. I didn't but, know that. Um I don't know when it's coming out but I remember hearing rumors about it when the last dance came out. Um It'd just but, be cool if they ended up winning time, like, at the Olympics, where everyone knew this is now is there. MJ's league. Like, like that, that, that yeah. Olympics was magic and bird, and then the older guys still holding out. Like, you guys are still young bucks. What would have been even cooler too is it's the Lakers dynasty. So it starts there. It goes through the end of of, of Magic yeah, Johnson. Won a lot of rings, but it goes through the end <laughs> of Magic Johnson, and then it goes and cuts to. Kobe and it continues the Lakers yeah, dynasty through that and you get to get all of it. skip the night would be really cool would have been really get, skip that skip get that out of here get decade. that out of here get that out of here and then you know what still uh who is who is Luke what what the fuck was the head coach's name who drafted Lonzo Luke Walton was it Luke Walton of of the I don't remember who the Lakers coach was when they drafted he Lonzo. used to play for the Lakers and he coached so the Lakers Luke and Walton it was Luke Walton yeah skip that too get that out of there oh no no, no. don't include that like like we are going from magic straight to kobe getting traded to the lakers um from the hornets then we're seeing that three-peat and then we're going to see a quick little five minute clip on the breakup of kobe and Shaq, and why we didn't get that fourth ring shout out ben wallace and the pistons uh and then we flash forward to the two-peat and then cap it all off with the bubble uh mickey mouse ring boom 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 all right, but with that, thank you guys so much for watching this. Series five stars. You can find us on Spotify, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, and on Instagram at Waterboy Pond. Make sure to follow me and Grant on Twitter at Everstakes and at Waterboy Grant. We post new TikToks every Tuesday to Sunday. Instagram posts with graphics and new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. You do not want to miss any of those. Uh, hopefully, like we say every fucking episode at this point, but we'll be starting our live stream soon. We've just been really busy uh, with, the, with this, with academics, with everything else going on in our life. So try to maintain with everything. Uh, but you don't want to miss next episode where Grant and I go head to head. Uh, Vikings versus Civil War. Chargers part two, part two. Uh, even bigger than the first one where I took home gold, just saying, oh, yeah. uh, roll wave. Oh, I, remember. Um, yeah, I remember. But uh, yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, no, you're yeah, 1 0 lifetime in this battle. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. We'll see you, you next episode. Better be 2 0. Waterboys out.